Section 4 of The Black Riders and Other Lines by Stephen Crane. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. 52. Why do you strive for greatness, fool? Go pluck a bow and wear it. It is as sufficing. My lord, there are certain barbarians who tilt their noses as if the stars were flowers, and thy servant is lost among their shoe-buckles. Fain would I have my eyes, even with their eyes. Fool, go pluck a bough and wear it. 53. 1. Blustering God, stamping across the sky with loud swagger, I fear you not. No, though from your highest heaven you plunge your spear at my heart, I fear you not. No, not if the blow is as lightning blasting a tree, I fear you not, puffing braggart. 2. If thou can see into my heart that I fear thee not, thou wilt see why I fear thee not, and why it is right. So threaten not thou with thy bloody spears, else thy sublime ears shall hear curses. 3. With all there is one whom I fear. I fear to see grief upon that face. Perchance, friend, he is not your God. If so, spit upon him. By it you will do no profanity, but I... Ah, sooner would I die than see tears in those eyes of my soul. 54. It was wrong to do this, said the angel. You should live like a flower, holding malice like a puppy, waging war like a lambkin. Not so, quoth the man, who had no fear of spirits. It is only wrong for angels, who can live like the flowers, holding malice like the puppies, waging war like the lambkins. 55. A man toiled on a burning road, never resting. Once he saw a fat, stupid ass, grinning at him from a green place. The man cried out in rage, Ah! Do not deride me, fool! I know you! All day stuffing your belly, burying your heart in grass and tender sprouts. It will not suffice you! But the ass only grinned at him from the green place. 56. A man feared that he might find an assassin, another that he might find a victim. One was more wise than the other. 57. With eye and with gesture you say you are holy. I say you lie, for I did see you draw away your coats from the sin upon the hands of a little child. Liar! 58. The sage lectured brilliantly. Before him, two images. 
Now this one is a devil, and this one is me. He turned away. Then a cunning pupil changed the positions, turned the sage again. Now this one is a devil, and this one is me. The pupils sat, all grinning, and rejoiced in the game, but the sage was a sage. 59. Walking in the sky, a man in strange black garb encountered a radiant form. Then his steps were eager, bowed he devoutly. My lord, said he, but the spirit knew him not. 60. Upon the road of my life passed me many fair creatures, clothed all in white and radiant. To one finally I made speech, Who art thou? But she, like the others, kept cowled her face, and answered in haste, anxiously, I am good deed, forsooth, you have often seen me. Not uncowled, I made reply, and with rash and strong hand, though she resisted, I drew away the veil and gazed at the features of vanity. She, shamefaced, went on, and after I had mused a time, I said of myself, Fool! 61. 1. There was a man and a woman who sinned. Then did the man heap the punishment all upon the head of her, and went away gaily. 2. There was a man and a woman who sinned, and the man stood with her. As upon her head, so upon his, fell blow and blow, and all people screaming, Fool! He was a brave heart. 3. He was a brave heart. Would you speak with him, friend? Well, he is dead. And there went your opportunity. Let it be your grief that he is dead, and your opportunity gone. For in that, you were a coward. 62. There was a man who lived a life of fire. Even upon the fabric of time, where purple becomes orange and orange purple, this life glowed a dire red stain, indelible. Yet when he was dead, he saw that he had not lived. 63. There was a great cathedral, to solemn songs, a white procession moved toward the altar. The chief man there was erect and bore himself proudly, Yet some could see him cringe, as in a place of danger, throwing frightened glances into the air, a start at threatening faces of the past. 64. Friend, your white beard sweeps the ground. Why do you stand expectant, 
Do you hope to see it in one of your withered days? With your old eyes, do you hope to see the triumphal march of justice? Do not wait, friend. Take your white beard and your old eyes to more tender lands. 65. Once I knew a fine song. It is true, believe me, it was all of birds, and I held them in a basket. When I opened the wicket, heavens, they all flew away. I cried, come back, little thoughts, but they only laughed. They flew on until they were a sand thrown between me and the sky. 66. If I should cast off this tattered coat and go free into the mighty sky, if I should find nothing there but a vast blue, echoless, ignorant, what then? 67. God lay dead in heaven. Angels sang the hymn of the end. Purple winds went moaning, their wings drip-dripping with blood that fell upon the earth. It, groaning thing, turned black and sank. Then from the far caverns of dead sins came monsters, livid with desire. They fought, wrangled over the world, a morsel. But of all sadness, this was sad. A woman's arms tried to shield the head of a sleeping man from the jaws of the final beast. 68. A spirit sped through spaces of night, and as he sped he called, God? God? He went through valleys of black death slime, ever calling, God? God? Their echoes from crevice to cavern mocked him. God, God, God. Fleetly into the plains of space he went, ever calling, God, God. Eventually, then, he screamed, mad in denial. Oh, there is no God. A swift hand, a sword from the sky, smote him, and he was dead. End of section four. End of The Black Riders and Other Lines by Stephen Crane.